Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, March 22. Today, Wayne Bennett exposed one of his favourite players busts a Bennett myth. The Big Shees, the draftee who became a North Melbourne cult hero after one game, and Dukes up, the Socceroos won't be treating their internationals against Ecuador as friendlies. But first... If it wasn't already, the bump is dead in the AFL. At least it's incredibly difficult and unwise to pull it off unless you keep your feet grounded and take care not to hit your opponent in the head and hope they don't hit the head on the ground. So, it's impossible? Pretty much, and it's understandable, given what we know about the long-term debilitating effects of concussion and the lawsuits facing the game. Shane McAdam found out this the hard way at the tribunal. The Crows forward copped a three-game ban for that bump on the Giants' Jacob Ware. That's despite his opponent being cleared to return to the field after a concussion test. Adelaide attempted to argue contact was largely in the chest and shoulder and given there was no injury, should never have been graded as severe. I'm not buying it. And the tribunal didn't either. Chairman Jeff Gleeson said the decision to bump at considerable speed was unreasonable and the potential for serious injury high. McAdam makes three players rubbed out for bumps in round one. Demons coach Simon Goodwin says it's just too risky after watching his match winner, Cozzy Pickett, receive a two-game ban for a similar incident. There's no need to bump. And I think, I think it is dead, yeah. There's no element in the game where we should be bumping. And that's the message I've given to our playing group, that it just puts you in a, in a situation that you don't want to be in. We, we certainly won't be encouraging our players to bump. The bump was on trial at the NRL judiciary as well. And Dolphins enforcer Felice Cafusi came prepared to defend his case, according to teammate Mark Nichols. He's talking himself up as the next uh, you know, lawyer. He's went home and watched suits apparently. He wants to defend himself, but luckily the club's employed an actual lawyer to do that for him. And Cafusi may have been better off representing himself at the NRL judiciary rather than a lawyer because the Dolphins' decision to roll the dice and seek to downgrade a dangerous contact charge backfired in a big way. Not only is the Queensland rep not free to face the Broncos in the Battle of Brisbane, he's copped a four-week ban. The NRL's legal counsel argued the fact that Knights half Jackson Hastings wasn't injured had more to do with good luck than Felice exercising care. That's a major blow for everyone's second favourite rugby league team. Now, back on Nichols, who we heard from before, and he's always been one of Wayne Bennett's favourites. Teacher's pet! The prop followed the super coach from South Sydney to the Dolphins, where the pair have combined to inspire the NRL new boys to three wins from their first three games. Well, he might not be the coach's pet for much longer after busting one of Bennett's biggest myths. He's always claimed to never read newspapers or pay attention to the media. But Nichols revealed to Triple M, that's a furphy. Someone got a, a photo of him down at the local fish and chips reading the paper reading one the day. Put <laughs> it up in the team meeting and the boys absolutely loved it. So if he tells you that he doesn't, he doesn't listen to the media or read the papers, he's lying. It hasn't taken long for North Melbourne fans to go wild about Harry. Yeah. Not that Harry. Harry Sheasel, the Kangas' new cult hero. There's the name for one. He's the first Jewish draftee this century, and he backs it all up on the field. His 34 classy disposals against the Eagles are a most for a debutante since Diesel Williams way back in 1984, earning him a rising star nomination and a two-year contract extension. And Sheasel confirmed to Triple M he did sign boxes of Cheezels for Kangas fans on the weekend. 
<laughs> yeah, it was. There were quite a few, <laughs> quite a few boxes around the ground, which is pretty funny to see. It brings um, boxes yeah. of cheese. Nah, it was brilliant, mate. <laughs> the one main thing that stood out to me was just running out with the boys, and then just the crowd like roaring and getting behind us after a, probably a, cu- a rough couple of years. And I think there's a much better vibe around the club at the moment. Stengel's going to get smashed. Oh, how came Kennedy over the top? Jeremy Howes landed really awkwardly there as well. That was a car crash, and Jeremy Howe is in a lot of pain down there. Magpies defender Jeremy Howe suffered one of the most gruesome broken arms, thankfully, we didn't get to see. Channel 7 opted not to replay that collision with cat small forward Tyson Stengel. Howe coming off second best with a compound arm fracture. Unfortunately for Pies fans waiting for an update, the news from Triple M's Tom Brown doesn't make the injury any more appealing. I've seen some figures of six to eight weeks bandied about. Uh, I would suggest that it would be longer than that. But my information today is that was broken in at least four spots. Now, if I scored a goal at a FIFA World Cup, I reckon I would still be watching the replay of it today and find any excuse to show people, even random strangers. Socceroos striker Mitch Duke is no different. He's, of course, turned out to be the game winner against Tunisia. I'm still watching my goal going into the games and stuff. I can't get, I can't get enough of it. It was, a, it was probably the best feeling in the world. It's a very addictive feeling. And he's hungry for more goals, with two friendlies coming up against Ecuador in Sydney and Melbourne. And while there's no World Cup at stake, the Japan-based frontman is treating these as friendlies by name, not nature. Full Graham Arnold's building for the Asian Cup and the new World Cup cycle as well. So we've got to show ourselves there's no real friendly matches, I feel like, in international football. You're playing for your country. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport for today. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.